Tabicio Mchunu versus Tommy Ostazen. Post-fight thoughts. Dun-dun-dun. Hey, guys. Fight Junkie here. Um, I did a pre-fight prediction on this yesterday. We put it out fairly quickly. I believe it was only like 10 minutes long um, because the fight was in South Africa. And I wasn't sure what time it came off. It came off pretty late in the day today. So I'm sure everybody had the opportunity to bet it if they wanted to. Um, the bad news, Tabisio lost. It was a majority decision. And I didn't get to actually see the fight. So what I'm going to talk about here is secondhand knowledge. But the people that did watch it, I looked over what their thoughts were and how they saw the fight going. And apparently it seemed like it was a case of Tommy using that long jab like we talked about in the pre-fight uh, podcast, shooting the jab out and just pretty much using volume to try and win rounds versus Tabicio, who was once again doing the counter-punching style where he would let Tommy throw and then he would come back with his counters. From everything that I read, Tabicio was far more effective with landing the harder shots where Tommy was just putting out output. And so this probably came down to a case of the three blind mice choosing activity over effectiveness. Because obviously if you throw a lot of punches, that's a good thing. But usually at some point you need to land a significant amount. And if you're not throwing as many punches, that can be a bad thing. But then again, if you're landing clean, hard counter punches, that should count for something. Now, I mentioned this in the pre-fight podcast that Politrix, Politrix, again, I got that from Lennox Lewis, Politrix, those things are in boxing all the time. We see it over and over and over again. I'm not a big fan of judges, to be honest with you. I'd prefer fighters to go out there and organically organically end it because as soon as you allow referee doctors or judges into the mix shit goes awry it happens more often than not was this a case of some politics it's possible granted they were both south african but we don't know what the landscape is. We, we don't understand the dynamic of what went down unless you watch the fight. And if you did watch the fight, comment. You can at me on Twitter at FightJunkieCom. Or you can comment on my YouTube page, either on uh, this podcast video or the one I did before this at YouTube.com slash FightJunkie2006. So if you guys watch this fight between Tommy and Tabicio. Let me know what you thought. It doesn't matter if you agree with me. Just let me know what your opinion was when you watched the fight and how you saw it play out and who you thought ultimately won. Now, of course, anybody that uh, took Tabicio, whether it was straight, points, inside, we lost. I personally thought he was going to probably be able to stop him. I mentioned that in the previous podcast, but I wasn't against anybody playing him on the straight line. He was around minus 240 when I did that podcast, and I think he only closed at minus 250. So that was pretty much the breaking point that people didn't want to go beyond. They The line opened at minus 130, so he had gotten a lot of money already, and obviously the books cleaned up because all the money came in on Tabicio. So again, did that play a factor into the, the decision? I don't know because I didn't get a chance to watch it. If the video becomes available later, I may watch it and then I may do an updated uh, post-fight thoughts. Maybe. I'm not going to guarantee that because it just depends. Like If I thought it was outrageous, maybe I would do it. If it was a close fight 
and you can make a case for either guy, eh, sometimes that's how the cookie crumbles and you get the raw end of the deal. Again, from everything I read from the people who had watched the fight and did round by rounds and that type of thing on the various forums, said that Tabicio should have got the nod and they thought that he did enough to win the fight based off the uh, harder punches landed. And there were a couple people that thought Tommy did okay, but a lot of people thought he was just going to get demolished. So it was a better than expected result for anybody that was, you know, even looking at Tommy as a possibility of winning. Like I said in the previous podcast, I figured if he was going to do it, it's probably going to be by decision, even though Tabicio had been stopped um, three out of four times at that point. Now it's three out of five times. Um, the books had him at plus 700 for a stoppage. So they pretty much knew going in he was just going to toss out the jab and pity pat his way and try to win on the cards. And again, maybe he legitimately won. Maybe it was a legitimate close fight win. But at the same time, what I read doesn't kind of mesh with that. And when you're talking a majority decision, I always get into this because... Even if you thought Tommy won and you said the right guy won, or if it was reversed and Tabicio won and you said the right guy won, when you have judges that are watching the same fight in the same arena in the same location having such wide different scoring, there's a problem. Now, I know everybody's going to say it's subjective, but still, when you're talking, you see this in MMA even, you're talking one guy has the fight three or five rounds for one guy, and then the other ref, uh, judge has it three or five rounds for the other guy. So you see that in boxing. Somehow they are able to score this fight completely for Tommy, and then the other judge is completely for Tabicio. So I don't really trust the judges, to be honest with you, simply because boxing has has been destroyed by these terrible, inept, corrupt decisions. Am I saying that's what happened in this case? No. Again, I wouldn't say that because I didn't watch it. And I wouldn't say that in a close fight. Sometimes close fights don't go the way you bet. And sometimes close fights don't go the way you want it to, even if you just pick the fighter without any money on the line. So I'm pretty honest when it comes to winning and losing. And regardless if Tabicio got outright, outright robbed, we still lost, right? So anybody that bet on Tabicio, if he lost legitimately, legitimately, you lost. If he was robbed, you lost. But the point I'm making is I would rather have my fighter that I picked and that I capped lose legitimately. And that may sound strange, strange because a loss is a loss. But the way I look at it, I can look at it and go, okay, I capped this fight this way. I thought it was going to play out this way, and I was just wrong. Like, my ability to cap that fight was wrong, and I'm okay with that. I don't always get them right, and I won't always get them right, and that's not part of making a living in the sport. It's consistency. It's not perfection. But at the flip side, when you look at it and go, I capped everything accurately, and then I got screwed by corrupt or inept judges, now I get upset. See, that's the difference to me. I can accept responsibility for my own mistakes or my own inability to cap a certain fight or certain fighters, or sometimes shit just happens. It just does. Like I said, we're not perfect. But what I can't control, obviously, and what I can't take responsibility for is some jackass that has some hidden agenda that has his scorecard filled out before the fight even starts. And that happens all the time in boxing. And then you see it more and more in MMA. 
And I mentioned this to you guys in previous podcasts. That is a big point of contention with me because it makes our job harder. It makes it much harder when you cap a fight if you're not sure the politics that will be involved if it goes to the scorecards. Or sometimes you even see it with referees. Sometimes they let fighters hold non-stop. Other times they're taking freaking points left and right. Sometimes they let just the dirtiest shit go on. And then other times they're just riding one fighter over and over. Breaking them, pushing them back, yelling at them, taking points. I mean, sometimes you're just going, what the hell is going on? It could be the same referee, just different fights. Like, is this dude really just having a bad day or an off day? You can only make those excuses so many times. The same thing with the judges. How many times can you say, oh, they just had a bad night? You've seen the commission up there and press press conferences after fights going oh we all have bad days oh sometimes we get it wrong come on over and over and over again i highly doubt that if that was you or i and we sucked so bad at our jobs that we consistently got it wrong from what everybody else thought i have a suspicion we wouldn't be around too long but that's not the case with these crooks They just keep pushing out their garbage and they keep getting higher and higher and bigger and bigger and more important fights. It's not like they get sent down to a four round fight. Nope. Back up there with a championship fight. Same thing with the referees. They'll be up there working just like nothing happened. So I don't want you to think I think that's what happened in this fight. I'm just saying in general, these type of politics are something you have to take into consideration and go back. I'm telling you the truth. Go back and listen to the previous podcast about this fight. My po- my uh, pre-fight prediction. I mentioned we don't know what the politics could be in South Africa. I said it outright. They're both South African, but that doesn't mean anything. You have many times where it's two American fighters or two British fighters. There's a lot of things that are going on behind the scenes that a lot of people don't always know about. So was that case? Honestly, I hope not. Like I said, I'm a pretty honest dude. So honestly, I hope I was just off a little bit, right? We like Tabicio. The 130 line I thought was a steal. He went up to 240. I said, I still think it's a pretty decent line. You could probably even go up to 300. I think skill-wise, there's a big gap here. I think Tabicio is going to wait, and then he's going to counter with three, four, five punch combinations. So that kind of played out that way, right? So he kind of, he did what I capped him to do and Tommy did what I capped him to do but the only thing he did better was take Tabicio's punches remember I said uh, I suspect he might get worn down late even mid rounds late but there is the possibility that he has a great chin it's granite and he's just able to take these punches and make it the distance that's why I suggested if you like Tabicio you could always look at the straight line and I wouldn't shoot you guys down for it so what happened well and then you got to watch the fight and decide for yourself and like I said if you did watch it hit me up let me know I'm interested to know what you guys think happened in the fight Hopefully, it was a legitimate loss. Again, as crazy as that sounds, but in my opinion, I go, I was just a little bit off. Like, right? A majority decision, we're almost there. So on my next capping fight, when I look at Tabicio or I look at Tommy, I'll try to correct those little, just tiny little mistakes that make a difference, right? So did I uh, did I underestimate Tommy's ability to take a punch? 
did I overestimate Tabicio's counterpunching combinations of five, six combination punches each and every time? Was he a little bit less active than what I thought he would be? These are the things that you can correct. But if it's in-app corruption, you can't fix that. Other than saying, well, geez, if, if this fight's held again in South Africa, I can't bet this fight. Or I guess I'll just take Tommy again because they picked him the first time. Or what's the line? I guess I'll just play the underdog, right? That's taken away from your ability to legitimately and accurately and honestly cap the fight. And that's what we don't want. So I'm always honest with you guys. I'm always honest about the journey. That's why I said uh, this is just uh, fun stuff for me. Obviously, I do it for a living. If you're a hobbyist or you want to get into it for a living or whatever, I've already explained to you many times. It's hard work. It's dedication. You're going to go through ups and downs. You're going to have crazy shit like this happens. Sometimes you just cap a fight outright wrong. Like you spend all this time, energy, and money. You go back. And what you thought was going to happen doesn't even come close. Like I said, if we're talking about peer capping ability and looking at what we did right and what we did wrong, at least we were close, right? And maybe he really won. And if he really won, then you could say at least my capping ability was on for this fight. It was accurate. And we just got shit stained at the end. And if it wasn't, it was a close fight and he legitimately could have lost or either way, you know, he could have won, he could have lost. That's fine too. 100%. That's okay. We're going to have fights like that. But if it was some type of shadiness, then you have to go, wait a minute now. Now I feel a little bit worse because I spent the time, the energy, the money, and I capped it accurately and I still didn't get cashed out. So that's where it becomes a problem. So anyway, that ends this episode of Fight Junkie. I will sock it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.